Hello and welcome to Emerge, Evolve, Lead, a podcast for people in recovery from addiction who want to be better leaders. I got clean and sober when I was 24, and then I started my corporate career. After several decades, I left that job and created Emerge Leadership Academy, where I train leaders and coach people in recovery who are ready to step up in their career. My name is Maureen Rosgem, and I'll be your host. It's the week of Thanksgiving in the States, and I wanted to share a little bit about the power of gratitude and my thoughts about the holidays. Being in recovery, right, has taught me to count my blessings. And for many of us, this is a second chance at life. So we are grateful, aren't we? And grace will continue to smile upon those who continue to try. So even if it's your fifth, or fourth or 54th chance in life, if you're not dead yet, then there's another chance for miracles in your life. This is Maureen Ross Gem, and I'm going to share a little bit about a story that happened to me. You know, first I want to share that a miracle is simply a shift in perception. It could be a shift from like confusing to understanding, or a shift where an ancient hatred becomes a present love. But we are miracles, all of us, you guys. We are miracles because we shifted from drunk and using to clean and sober. And whatever your issues are that you're dealing with in life, love is the answer, right? Loving ourselves. So we learn to count our blessings, focus on love, opening our mind to acceptance and tolerance and not criticism and judgment. These are things that we learn in recovery. But the holidays can sometimes trigger us because, well, society tells us that it should be all peace and joy and love and the spirit of giving. And a lot of times it is that way. But it's not always that way. Because some people don't know about what we have learned, like the tools of forgiveness and learning to turn it over and positive thinking and all of that stuff. They just sometimes don't get it. Well, when I was first clean and sober, I had no idea who I was. I thought I was a piece of crap. I thought I had really effed up my life. I had no self-esteem and a whole lot of guilt and shame. So this is the mentality that I started out with. And not stuffing those feelings with drugs and alcohol, especially around the holidays, was very unusual behavior for me. Um, obviously in recovery, talking about how I felt was super helpful. And so I found people that I could trust and people who I could do that with. I had a whole bunch of phone numbers and I reached out and I did the work. I actually also got into therapy, but it was that first trip home for the holidays that was really scary. I was living in Texas. I had no idea what to expect back in Connecticut. Everyone would be drinking and festive, I thought. I would be feeling like a sore thumb, I thought. I was nervous, but excited, right, at the same time. But I was really just a scary time for me. I was 10 months sober, and it was two days before Christmas when I boarded that flight in San Antonio. And I was flying to Dallas and getting a connector to Hartford. But the thing is, our plane took off late. And when we arrived in Dallas, I should say we, when I arrived in Dallas, I was informed 
that I missed my connector flight and I couldn't get on another plane until the morning. The good news is that this was so long ago, you're going to laugh, that they gave me a voucher for a hotel room and a $20 meal ticket. Uh, the bad news was that they gave me a $20 meal ticket <laughs> and I was alone with my thoughts and my anxiety. And I also had no luggage, but worse, I was alone with my thoughts and my fears, which made me a little thirsty, if you know what I mean. So I thought, well, no one would know. I could drink the night away and get away with it. <sighs> that was my first thought. But my second thought was much stronger. It said, you need to call someone so that you are not alone. So first I called my family, told them I was going to be late and arriving the next day. And then I called the AA hotline in Dallas, Texas. I reached out for help. And guess what? You might think, oh, you had a nice conversation with someone who talked you off the ledge. Nope. <laughs> the guy asked me on the phone, where are you? I'm going to come and get you, he said. And he came to pick me up in about two hours, he said. You go ahead and order your dinner, have a nice steak, and then meet me downstairs in the lobby of the airport hotel at 8 o'clock, which I did. He and another guy picked me up, brought me to an AA meeting at 8.30, and then we went to a dance, at, an AA dance at 10 o'clock, and they brought me home at 1 in the morning. Do you believe it? It really was an amazing evening. Like, I didn't make friends for life, and nor do I even remember what their names were. But I do remember how incredibly grateful I was to be with people who understood what I was feeling and wanted to help me. And I will never forget how when I reached out, there was someone there for me. And even though I had no idea who they were, I felt sure in the knowledge that I could trust them. Some, some of you might think, well, not you, but some people might think <laughs> I was crazy to do that at 24 years old. And maybe today I wouldn't even do it, you know, 35, seven years later, whatever it is. But I knew I was safer with them than I was with myself. And it's not a good idea to be alone with dark thoughts if you're having them. So I encourage you to reach out too. Like, if you know a newcomer, check in on them and see how they're doing. Listening to someone is the greatest gift you can ever give them. It's your time and your attention. Just listen. I love the way that we pay it forward, you know, what we've been given in the past. And I'm so grateful for the family I've created in my sober community. And now I have a huge family. In fact, I know that I can pretty much go anywhere in the world and be able to call that hotline and know that I can find people who will help me or get me to a meeting. Well, and also I'm grateful that my family of origin is beautiful and supportive and they totally get me now too, many years later. But I will tell you that that next morning after I woke up, yeah, I was a little smelly from dancing all night. <laughs> but I got downstairs, I got my butt on the plane and guess what? They put me in first class. Yeah, first class at seven in the morning. I got a full breakfast on my way to Hartford. And it was such a wonderful, wonderful feeling to be totally supported. And I knew the universe had my back. So when you're feeling down, 
it's a great time to focus on that gratitude list. It will raise your vibrations and really attract more good things into your life. I've seen it happen millions of times. What you focus on expands. Focus on the good and remember this too shall pass. Even the good stuff passes. Life is ups and downs as we all know and sometimes it's really really good and sometimes it feels like it sucks. But when you know that this too shall pass, then you can live in the moment and really feel all the feels, as they say. And as a gift to you, my listeners and my friends, I've made an affirmations meditation that you can download for free by going to emergeleadershipacademy.com slash meditation. It's just a page where you can download the sheet of affirmations and the audio meditation. It's for 10 minutes, it will make you feel really good. Again, that address is emergeleadershipacademy.com slash meditation. I hope for you to have a peaceful holiday filled season with lots of love and fun surprises. A peaceful holiday season, right? That's all we could ever ask for. Stay sober, stay positive, and keep improving yourself and your life because the world needs more of what you have to offer. Your contribution really does matter. Bye for now. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, leave a review, and share it with your friends. You can visit us at EmergeLeadershipAcademy.com to take the quiz to find out what animal best represents your leadership style. And until next week, remember, you have so many leadership skills that you learned in recovery. Stop hiding because your contribution matters.